0: what's up everybody it's time for another ghost cult magazine podcast i'm your host keefe today's podcast is an interview with aj from fire from the gods fire from the gods new album american sun is out now from better noise records check it out the ghost cult magazine podcast welcomes back in aj channer fire from the gods how are you doing man yeah, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Uh, obviously, first and foremost, I sincerely hope you, everybody in the band, all your family and friends, nobody is sick. I hope everybody is healthy and well. Yeah, um,
1: we are. Band wise, um, you know, we've been doing what we can the most to, you know, do the social distancing and quarantine. I got an uncle right now who's in New York right now who's in ICU. So we're we're, we're pulling for him, man, that he uh, that he gets out of this thing. But um, I understand the how detrimental this can be to people that are susceptible to this, this, this illness. And the good thing, um, is that people, this can really help bring people together because it's really a a lesson in how to look after each other, because there are people that are less fortunate. Well, excuse me, let me not say less fortunate. There are people that are very susceptible to this, this illness, and they're vulnerable, and it's the most vulnerable of us: those that are sick, those that are old. Um, you know that are at a point where they're not really looking after themselves, uh, where they can't really look after themselves, and they need us to do our part. So, for the most part, yeah, we're doing all right, man. We're just keeping our heads up and trying to stay positive during this whole thing.
0: Awesome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm super sorry to hear about your uncle, and I hope he makes it through. Um, this is just. Real. This is so real. This is crazy. It's like every every horror movie, every horror every horror movie lyric, every like metal lyric come true (laughs) about plagues and viruses. Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. How metal are you guys now? Anyway, as the sirens, as the yeah. sirens of Brooklyn pass me, but um, yeah, man, it's it's crazy, it's surreal. I feel like a very sense of this being very surreal. I don't know about our generations have really never had anything like this. You know, we had nine eleven. So I think you lived here, you lived here in New York at one point. Like you know, like we're all have like a little PTSD here. If you've had like oh, been through yeah. stuff. Oh yeah. Sure. But sure, um, Dude, Even still, man, I was in, I was in Penn Station about six years ago and
1: uh, a transformer blew up and you could just see the, the panic set in immediately with me, me with everyone in there everyone freaked out you know so and that that was 6 years ago was 15 or so years after 9/11 you know what i'm saying so that that stuff it doesn't go away and i feel for people that really do suffer traumatic experiences because PTSD is real and this i think is really going this can... Create that t- that sort of panic because who knows what's going to happen when we quote unquote come out come out of this? How people are going to react to people being sick or how the sick are treated? You know, or is everyone going to self quarantine themselves if they start sneezing or coughing? You know, I know that that's a that's a real thing because of what you just said. So good point, man. Um, but I just think that really and truly, people can kind of learn, like I said, to to how. To interact with each other and how to really treat each other, coming out of something like this because we do need to start respecting each other a little bit more. And this is a, this is a lesson in how to do that and how to respect the people outside the country because we were told about this when it was happening overseas and and we just kind of brush it off. And and it's not a political thing that I'm that I'm leaning towards here. I'm just saying in general the public were just like ah who cares? It does it's not happening here. We have the best uh, scientists doctors and and health care in the world, which we don't, but you know so it's a real thing now. it's really real for us, and this is a lesson that we have to learn on a on a whole national scale, national level on how to behave when things like this happen.
0: Right, and they're saying it's probably going to happen. we're going to get it under control, and then it's probably we're going to be susceptible to it happening year after year potentially right. <clears throat> Because that's what viruses do. They mutate, they grow an immunity to whatever your immunity is, and they come back. That's what they do. Right, exactly. That's what a virus does, exactly. And then Chris exactly. Rock once said, they can't cure athlete's foot. You think they're going to get rid of herpes? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I have the best faith in our doctors and uh, the scientific community. You know, you mentioned a really interesting thing that I don't think a lot of people are talking about is, and obviously it's, it's, it's home for you with a sick relative, but... You know, we don't think about our most vulnerable children, the elderly, uh, even yeah. prisoners. I know that people are like angry about prisons getting, you know, emptied a little. Um, Louisiana, also not to be political, but Louisiana does have one of the densest prison populations, considering how few actual citizens that state has. They have so many people incarcerated over minor offenses, right. and and apparently it's like. Louisiana is one of the um, top ten places in America with the virus outbreak. So, yeah, exactly. you know, I hope these guys are in such close quarters. When I heard they got they got it in Rikers, I was like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> right. You know, there's right. no way to put those guys. You know,
1: New York City. Once you step out of Rikers, you're in a hot spot. So, you know, you can't go out to one of these weird these 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 prisons that are out in the farm and out in the country somewhere and stick stick a bunch of sick people in. You know, so maybe. We have to start looking at minor offenses and are these, are these jailable offenses, are these things that we really need to start locking people up for because if the public's health is at is risk, does your extra dollars and the extra tax
0: money that's going into your for-profit prison, is it, that, is it really worth it? Yeah, I'm a huge opponent of uh, the the school-to-prison pipeline and for-profit prison corporations. I'm a huge enemy of that. So, um, yes, sir. They need to get dissolved at some point in my life. One hundred percent.
1: It's it's a system that's it's a system and it's an evil system and it's a, it's a cycle, a perpetual cycle of of violence and evil. And it just you know it ha, it it permeates every level of society because especially when it comes to lower income neighborhoods, you know it's like it's ingrained that either you're gonna go to school or you're gonna go to prison or you're gonna go to the military or you're gonna end up on the streets. You know, so it's like, it's there's not a lot of choices for a lot of people. And that's another part of this that I've been bringing up and talking to a lot of people about, because this is a time when people have to understand what it's like. Some people, you know, the, the, the I've seen people complaining on, on social media about, well, I can't get this. I can't get that. Uh, I'm stuck in. I might lose my job. There are people that live their lives like this every single day. Right. Mm. the pandemic without a war or they live their lives right here in the sanctity and safety of the united states of america that people live their lives like this and this is a point when people have to understand you know we made a joke we're like you know two weeks into it and people are complaining about all oh, of uh, you know, not having basic amenities and not having this. It's like, chill out, you've only been black for a week. We've been black our whole lives. We know how to deal with this. You Word. know what I'm saying? Word. But um it you know, people really on 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 a more uh on a, on a more personal level, it does affect us everyone. And I think everyone should know can really learn how to to, to treat people because they see that this is a reality for some people every day. So I wouldn't want to live like this. So I definitely don't want my neighbor to live like this.
0: Exactly. We got to have a little more uh, consciousness for our uh, fellow people, you know? Yes. 100%. Yeah, for real. You're always a person, you know, very inspirational in the lyrics and very positive and, a lot of stuff about overcoming problems. So you, I'm I'm sure just like you, I have seen some of my friends kind of melting down and this is only like week three or four for some of us, right. maybe only week two for some of us. You know, what What kind of words of, uh, you know, wisdom or comfort could you give to people who are feeling a lot of anxiety right now, like uncertainty?
1: You know, the the, the, the cliche thing is always to say, well, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, but... The awful thing about this COVID uh, situation is that we don't know when that light's coming. You know what I'm saying? You can't put everything into context and compartmentalize it and say, well, this has happened. Now I know at this amount of time until I can get out of it. So the the future does look very bleak. But even as bleak as it looks, you got to remember what brought us here. And the things that we were doing that we that kept us active the things that we did and think about how we're going to better ourselves when we do come out of this and i think that helps people use their time and utilize their time a little better i know a lot of people are learning new hobbies which is really cool to look at you know online i am seeing people pick up languages pick up cooking you know um my my, my lady here at home you know she's been Uh, baking a ton you know like getting to do really getting back to the basics of life and really spending time with family talking to your friends a little bit more um interacting online has taken a whole new shape and so i'm glad to see a lot of people doing quote-unquote virtual hangouts and shit like that and it and it's not just using technology as a crutch it's actually using technology to um, keep us all connected and that's still reminds us of our humanity because we're all in the same situation you know it's not like well i'm living yeah the celebrities i know they're living in their huge homes and they have cooks and they have this and they have everything on call but us the normal people out here you know talk to your friends man talk to your family definitely heal those wounds that you that that you felt are open that have been opened over the past read a book man people don't read enough these days so, but, but read a book, man. I just thought I was sitting down here waiting for the interviews, and I started looking at some of the books on my shelf,
0: and I'm like, yo, I gotta stop reading these guys. What's uh, what's you know? what's on your mind to read first out of that bookshelf? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I have that book by um, Jesse Ventura, Democrips and Bloodikins.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. I haven't read it, and I've heard a lot about it, and I know, like, He's a he's a wild writer, man. You know, I've read excerpts of stuff that he's written and seen speeches, so I'm I'm kind of excited to see him, man.
0: Killer, man, killer. Uh, and and so beside reading on your agenda, what have, what else have you been doing to kind of uh you know keep your mind sharp and pass the time with your family? You know, um, a lot of a lot of um what we're doing now,
1: just me, is really connecting with the, the guys in Fire from the Gods, and we're we're trying to come up with new ideas on how to interact with our fans and i did a, probably about a, an hour and a half of just being live and checking out new bands and asking some fire fans like you know give me new bands to check out and i sat there and checked out a bunch of bands and people responded really well to it man there wasn't a lot of negativity there wasn't a lot of you know it wasn't all over the place people were really like bringing up new bands and you know people have sent messages and you know, thank you so much for checking out my band. And there were a few on there that I dug, man. I checked out this band, Fractured Frames, that I'd never heard, bro. And, you know, they, they, they definitely sound a lot like the proggy, genty sort of bands that we've listened to, you know, the, the, the peripheries of the world. But it was cool to hear someone new that actually had really good production. They had a really cool video. Checked out this band from North Carolina called Killer Koi, who was really cool. Um, really dug their sound, man, big rock sound uh, with some kind of grunge up, uh, undertones, man, it, it was dope, dude, I, I really dug it, so that's really helping, it's kind of like old school, remember back in the day when you hadn't, you know, when we didn't really have the internet or we didn't have as much internet or as much TV, we would go home and we we. Tuesday would come and we get that new CD and we rip it open and listen to an album start to finish. This is a really good time to discover new bands and I'm hoping that a ton of people are listening to Fire From The Gods and their friends are like, oh, remember that band I told you about? Well, now you got the time you can actually check it out and people are listening to the full discography and seeing the growth of Fire From The Gods do you know that? Those are kind of the interesting things that are time consuming that's going to take your mind off of well, fuck, I'm stuck in the house again, you know?
0: Right on, and, and as we wind this down, I will continue back with the, the theme uh, we chatted in person uh, at the label when American Sun came out, and I had said then that there was a real thread between sort of narrative, narrative untold is like a stepping stone, and then American Sun. So I'm really excited to see what you guys do next, and I'm I'm hopeful that if we have to have this isolation time, you guys are working on some fire stuff to bring out. and. Uh, yeah, that's- we need to get you back on a stage where you guys belong you just had that major major tour in the fall with uh five finger and bad wolves and uh yes. you know it was such a great tour yeah. and and such I, a downside man i want to be back on the road i want to be out there doing what we do
1: but i'm glad that the, the album's still so fresh you know i mean november it's you know it's not that fresh but it's still a new record so hopefully by the time we get back out there they're gonna be a lot more fans that have heard fire from the gods and heard the music and are like yo let's
0: actually do this Right so on. Let's check this band out. I'm about it. Awesome. Hey, man, thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for, hang- thanks for hanging out with me. I look forward to seeing you in person, rock a stage again, and uh, when we can hang out in That's person fine. and chat some more. Thank you for spending All some right. time with the Ghost Cult podcast. And uh, best wishes to your uncle and your whole family. Thank you, brother. Ghost Thank- Cult.
1: Take care, man. Take care. Keep it
0: good. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. Follow, like, and subscribe wherever you hear these podcasts. Also, check out Ghost Cult Magazine on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And finally, check us out at ghostcultmag.com.
1: We're out. Peace.